When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't care what nobody say. It's definitely harder being a female in this in this music industry than male. Period. I don't care if you're an artist, if you're a manager, PR, fucking sound lighting, sound or lighting. Like I don't give a fuck. Being a female is harder. I've been told, you know, you're biracial growing up. I don't know. The older I get, I feel like biracial isn't really suitable because bi is too. When Gucci sent me that verse back, I said, oh, hell no, I'm about to read the one. (laughs) (laughs) It's always going to be a little, eh, when your daddy is a part of your team and you're rapping about popping pussy, you know. This is DJ Semtex, it's the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Right now I'm with a very, 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 very dope MC. Like, she's one of the greatest. She's the queen of the South. I'm talking about Lato, and she's here right now in this edition of the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. What's happening? Hey, I'm I'm good. And I just want to say, you know, that, that Fast and Furious joint, Fast Lane, that was a great look, man. Like, you're in the film. And the crazy thing is I had recorded that so long ago. So like, it was like on the way back burner. Like I was not even worried about it. And then it was like, oh, we got to shoot the video for Fast Fast and Furious. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot all about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Hey, did you meet any of the cast? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't even get to meet Don or um, Dirk the features on the song Dirk you know he was dealing with the passing of his brother and then Don I think we just shot at two different times so it was pretty much like in and out right okay so listen let, let, let's get into it right away like first of all I, I want to know yo Lato what what made you want to pick up the microphone okay this is crazy right okay so my daddy is a street dude so he was like you know just always in the streets friends with managers, rappers, just just on the scene. I grew up on around this like fast lifestyle. Like my daddy, um, he would build these nice cars like candy paint, big rims, like the fancy like hood cars. And people would want him to put the cars in their videos because he already on the scene. They like pull up um, with the da 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 we want to put it in the video. So I was a daddy's girl, so I'll always be with him. So I'll be with him when he on set of these music videos, pulling up at studios. And he wasn't, you know, a rapper or nothing, but he was just always around, whatever. And so I guess growing up around that lifestyle, I just kind of like, 
I don't know, it just was second nature. And then at the same time, I'm such a like schoolgirl. Like I was A plus on the roll, AP classes, everything. So um, language arts was always my favorite subject. So I think just like growing up around rap and rappers and music and then language arts already my favorite subject. So I love, I always love writing poems and stuff like that. So it kind of just like intertwined those two things. Okay, what what kind of video sets were you on? Like, was there any classics, any big joints that you you was there on the set? Actually, um, one of them is Sierra Goodies, and that's wow. like to Atlanta for sure. Like, you turn on CC, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're young, you're coming through, you're on these sets. What were, were you like, yo? I I need this. I'm gonna do this one day. Um, like a like a goal of mine. Yeah, did it and, and it did it inspire you like being on them sets, seeing all these big artists and everything? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I'm seeing on um, one of the video shoots I was on too was um B five, all I do. And that's like the group of uh, young well, I don't think they're young anymore, but at the time they was like super young and um young whatever so i'm like dang they doing it i can do it so it was definitely inspiring and then that the lifestyle just seeing them have stylists and assistants and everybody like yo 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 like all the commotion and stuff i'm like oh i like this <laughs> <laughs> that's dope that's dope so you know atlanta you know this this is a lot of amazing rappers from that place many different styles i've been there a few times and you know ludicrous is dope andre 3000 and then you, you've you've got like the crazy styles like what little john's done with crunk and everything else it's like and the yin yang twins like who yeah. inspired you though as an artist as a lyricist um gucci I loved Gucci. I always loved Gucci Man growing up. So when I did the song with him, that was like, that was like early bucket list. Like I'm like, dang, I'm doing this early in my career. So that was a big thing for me because I always loved Gucci. Um, I love Outkast. Um, yeah, I mean Atlanta as a whole. I listen to a lot of Atlanta artists, um, but. Definitely my favorite would be Gucci. My daddy a hip-hop head, so, like, I listened to everybody growing up. I heard everybody growing up, but I just, something, something about Gucci. All right, all right, all right. So, you know, 2020 was a big year for you. Um, yes. Queen of the South came out, but the whole situation about your name, I, I was in a few clubhouse rooms where people, like, a lot of people had a lot to say, like, I don't know if they were in a position to even say anything, but they were saying things. But just just to recap for people who may not know, how how did you get your original name of Mulatto? Okay, so the original the original even before Mulatto was Miss Mulatto. So that was given to me. I honestly did not even know what it meant when it was um when it was brought up. Like I was already rapping. I was already rapping and making songs before I even had a um like a stage name. So when we're thinking about like a stage name, we brainstorming or whatever, um, the name Miss Mulatto was brought up and I was like, what does that mean? Whatever. And I was told that it meant mixed, like to be mixed. 
didn't know anything historically, anything from the past. I didn't know anything. The weight that this term held, I had no idea. I'm eight years old, so I definitely don't know. I just know what I'm told. So whatever I'm running with Miss Mulatto, I do the rap game. Um, but I had already like created this buzz and like social media following YouTube numbers. Like they were already like doing pretty good. So um, when the rap game came about, they reached out based off of the buzz and just commotion I had already created in my own city just from doing shows, pep rallies, talent shows, open mics. I was just already working. So they reached out like, hey, we want to do the rap game. I'm still Miss Mulatto at this point. Boom, do the rap game. Now um, we filmed the rap game when I was 16. It came out when I was 17. Um, I do the rap game tour when I'm 18. And at this point, okay, now I'm 18, I'm getting a little older. I'm like, people are telling me, you know, you know what that means. It has this historical definition, da, da, da. And I'm kind of like stuck in my ways because, yeah, I'm getting older, but I'm not grown. <laughs> so I'm like a little immature minded. I'm like, I know what I mean. I don't care what y'all think. I know my intentions, whatever. So I'm, I'm kind of not being receptive to what the people have to say. So boom, but I'm getting older, so I'm like, I don't really like the Miss Mulatto no more. So I end up dropping the Miss and just going by Mulatto. And I was going by Mulatto for a couple years, but I'm getting older. So I'm like, I'm starting to think about what people are saying at this point, because now I'm like 20, 21. I'm starting to think, I'm like, dang, okay. I, I That's not my intentions, and I don't ever want to be like taken the wrong way. So why keep with this? this concept that's not clicking like you know what i'm saying so i'm getting older i'm like you know what i talked to my label i'm like look i don't want to i don't want to go by this no more i want to change my name whatever and they like you know yeah for sure we can do it it's not gonna be a quick process you got so many people involved you got music on all different platforms you got legal legally you got um copyrights and trademarks and all type of stuff that people don't even know about they like what what's taking so long for you to change it? What's taking so long for you to change it? But it's so much stuff behind the scenes that the people don't really know about. You know, mm. like it was a lot of work and opinions that went into this name change. But all in all, it's just me just maturing and just opening my mind to other people's opinions in a healthy way, though, because you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. But when it's something that's like, um, having you be looked at in a way that you don't want to be looked at or your intentions aren't the, the, the going the right way. It's mm. just like, why not change it? And then um, I even, I felt like at some points I kind of felt hypocritical because like I'm getting on Instagram and like advocating for things like police brutality and the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And I was on the front line when um, George Floyd got killed. And I just kind of feel like awkward in a sense, like mm. name is this, but I stand for this. And it, my mind just started opening and I was just like, you know what? I'm done with that. Let's start taking the steps to change it officially. Mm. And this day is a lot. I mean, it, it, you know, like I was saying before, you know, 2020 was a tumultuous year. You know, the situation with George Floyd, it changed a lot. It changed a lot of things and, and people was talking a lot more. And then you got a pandemic and everyone's on lockdown and everything else. So everything got amplified to be something bigger than what actual what it actually was in certain conversations. 
But it, it was crazy to hear people on Clubhouse who were like, it's, it's kind of fascinating because, you know, they wouldn't come on Clubhouse saying, any artist is dope. Like, by the way, you need to know about this new artist. This artist is killing it. You need to know about them. Da, 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 da. But they were like, oh, there's this girl called Mulatto. She's doing this. And um, and, da, 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 da. and then there's other people who were like, yeah, but in the South, that's not that's not an issue. You know, there's a lot of people yeah. who are like, like fighting for you as well at the same time. Yeah, the clubhouse commotion was crazy. I was in um, one of the rooms at one of the times, and then my team was like, get out of there, whatever. <laughs> I was in that room. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think it it was just like, it's the pandemic, it's all this stuff going on. It mm. just was like all-time high for that type of conversation. So I feel like it was just especially disrespectful with with the state of the world at that time and, and currently because it's still developing and unfolding. But mm. I feel, I don't know, I kind, of, I kind of felt disrespectful in a way to have a name like that while all this stuff is going on. But shout out to the people that understood my intentions because they know my intentions was never to disrespect mm. anyone, diminish any people as a whole. Like I was young, I was given a name, I grew, I learned from it, I moved on, I changed it. A lot of people say that Lotto stands for Mulatto is like a shortened term, but that's not the case. Um, if I could, if I could have, I would have um, put L-O-T-T-O because anybody who knows me know I've been playing off of the whole 777 casino lottery thing. So for me, all it is is short for lottery. It's just good energy, positive energy, good fortune, forthcoming blessings and spiritually, financially, emotionally, everything just positive energy, letting go that that negative term that was associated with my career for so long. And now developing, um, a, turning over a new leaf and just starting with good energy. Because I mm -hmm. felt like in a way that me having a name like that, that was like historically negative, um, could have been like holding me back in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. So this is new leaf. Like, it's just going to bring a lot of blessings. What's your heritage? Okay, so I have... Um, my mom on her side this is a lot of stuff okay but i just like to say black and white but it's a lot of like and i'm not talking about like generation generation like my great grandma my grandma my grandpa like mm. my grandma is um irish and german like his mother's half irish half german um i have blackfoot indian it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff and that's what people don't know as well. Like, it's a lot mm. of stuff. But to say it, I just say black and white because visually that's what you see. Mm. I mean, my heritage, um, my mom's black, my dad's white. But my whole family's mixed. Up and down the family tree in the past, in the future, it's just every shade. We got it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think... I think um, it's people take it as well we're taking it because there's no longer my name but people were taking it as like me bragging on the fact that i am or me taking 
um, being mixed as like a personality trait. As, um, it was a lot of things that I was seeing and reading that were like completely false and which made me want to change my name. Cause I'm like, oh, mm. this what they mean by that? No, that's not what I mean by that. Hold on, let me go back to the drawing board. Cause that is. <laughs> Yeah. What 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 term do you think's more appropriate? Mixed race or biracial? Or there's nothing in it? I ain't gonna lie, like I never I've been told, um, you know, you're biracial growing up. I don't know, the older I get, I feel like biracial isn't really suitable because bi is two two races. I mean to simplify it, yeah, biracial. To simplify it, yeah. But all in all, if you include in everything, it's just mixed race. Like Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, so... How did you manage to put out a project, Miss Mulatto, at the age of 16? Like, because you're 16, and then on one of the tracks, Outcast, you're saying, I'm a little girl in a grown man business. Like, yeah. you were making major moves very, very early. It's like, you, you were getting it in, like, because you were, you were saying as well, I've been rapping for years as well. It was like, like, how long actually have you been rapping for? I... I feel like the first verse I ever wrote was at eight years old. And then I probably recorded, like by the time I recorded my first song and I did my first show and stuff, that was probably like 10. And then from there, it was just up, like building YouTube numbers and Instagram followers, Twitter. I think MySpace was the very beginning, but um, just like building that social media presence and everything from there, like it was really built from the ground up. Like I was, I used to sell CDs, hand out flyers, like the, the real original rap hip hop way. For wow. Sure. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And mm -hmm. Did you miss those days, like, when it was all so simple? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been split. I have a split dec uh, decision on that because, or a split opinion, because I do feel like it was more authentic and people took it more serious and it was a lot more time and effort that went into it. Like, I used to do open mics and I had a real passion for this, you know, but... At the same time, the the new way with like social media influence and um, just having a song that happens to go viral and 
studio time, being so available to just anybody. Anybody can go in in the studio and make a song nowadays. Mm-hmm. It gives it gives people more opportunity. Like you got more people that have a shot at being successful and rich, and that's the goal. I mean, but um, it gets taken for granted a lot in comparison to people like me who like really love what they do. Like I've been doing this for a kid. I never, I mean, since a kid, I've never had a job. Like this was, this is all I know. You know what I'm saying? So I see a lot of people take it for granted. So I don't know. I got, I'm split on that. Cause it's like, I like to see my people win, but it can't happen too fast to where you don't appreciate it. And you're not grateful enough for it. Yo, you got this track, right? You put it out in mm-hmm. 2017. It's called the response this it's pretty harsh <laughs> it's pretty detailed <laughs> like you 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 could say bodied or assassinate like you assassinated <laughs> this person right um yeah. in a major way from every angle from their family to the way they look to what they do their life and everything it's like you broke down that person's entire persona life history and everything else do you still yeah. have smoke on demand for anyone who wants it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I had to I had to calm down a little bit. I ain't as hot headed as I used to be. Like it used to be like whoever say my name, yo ass getting ate up. Period. But now, you know, I just got I got too much to lose now. Like I got an image to upkeep. I got people that that would love to for me to name drop them and then they get viral immediately like i didn't work a lot i've been rapping since i was eight years old i've been working a lot it's a lot of blood sweat and tears literally that that got me to this point and that got me the fan base that i have so i can't just be giving it away like you gotta <laughs> find what you respond to because everything is not worth it and and all in all it's like I don't have nothing to prove. They know I eat your ass up. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. So I don't even be, and people do be still trying it, but I be just taking the high road. Okay. Now, Queen of the South, very, very dope. I've been blazing tracks of it on my show, like, ever since it came out. Did anyone question the title? Did anyone try to be like, but wait, did anyone have the guts to say anything? Yeah, I got um, on social media, in person. Um, I got, a, a well, not a lot, but I got I got a couple comments that was like, what? Like, kind of trying to test the title. But I feel like if you, ain't nobody going to give you your flowers, you're going to have to take your flowers sometimes. And I feel like I didn't put in the time, the authentic street come up. And I am the queen of the South. And that's not to say that there aren't multiple queens of the South, but just letting you know, I'm one of them. Sure. That's dope. That's dope. What was the inspiration for the cover? The cover's crazy. Oh, my God. I was like, I was, okay, let me tell you, I was kind of scared to do that cover because I'm like, how the fuck I'm going to beat this shit? Like, it was genius to me. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> but, um... With a title like Queen of the South, I feel like I wanted something like aesthetically um, uh, contrasting each other. So I wanted something super elegant because the queen aspect, but then on the other side, I wanted like some Southern shit to like offset it. So I was like, okay, cool. 
Um, and my and my marketing team, they helped me too with RCA. Um, Kayla, shout out to Kayla. Me and Kayla was just like, okay, um, we kind of just came up with this concept that's like outfit is like super queen like royalty whatever but i'm eating hot wings real <laughs> south sugar in the grits like it don't get no more southern than that so just like real authentic queen of the south shit like let mm. me show you what it's to be the queen of the south mm. i mean it's a dope project it definitely laid the foundation in case anyone didn't know who you were already and definitely made that mark um on the youngest and richest, you say, Richard 21, your bitches on me an apology. Like, it sounds like, it sounds like you've been through it. It sounds like you've had some doubters, you know, what we call haters. But yes. the revenge must feel good, right? The success. Man, do it. It's like, and it's not even like I have to like, call them out so much it's like the the revenge is the success it's like the proof is in the pudding you see it you see me i don't even gotta address y'all like you see it like i don't need that's just rap shit like i don't need really expect no apology from nobody y'all see it y'all know what's up <laughs> all right so you're very very dope mc like you, you, authentic right you get it in, you go in and everything. But, you know, with, with, with the market for female rap, is it all love? Or do you find, do you hear subliminals that maybe the, the people haven't picked up on yet? Like, is people trying to be a little bit spicy out there? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all peaches and cream, for sure. It's not. Me, on my end, I was just raised to not be no heinous bitch, so... I see people doing that shit. Well, I see females doing that shit, and I salute. Like, I be real fans of these girls. I be fans of their music. Like, I be fucking with them. But, um, yeah, I be seeing shit that's, like, um, subliminals. It might be some, like, super, super slick to the point where, like, the fans can't even pick up on it. It's more so, like, only me and you know what's up, and I know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna let you slide like but you know what they always say like they they root for you until you start doing better than them so once you surpass your competition you're gonna turn into haters anyway so mm -hmm. oh well Go, going going back to that lyric um on outcast on miss mulatto you're saying I'm a little girl in a grown man business you're a grown mm -hmm. woman in a grown man business now like what's the biggest challenges you faced like coming into the music game as a rapper, as a woman, is is there anything that you have to endure that people don't know about? You know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah. is, is it harder? Oh, it's definitely harder. Like, I don't care what nobody say. It's definitely harder being a female in this, in this music industry than male, period. I don't care if you're an artist, if you're a manager, PR, fucking sound lighting sound or lighting like i don't give a fuck being a female is harder and that's not even in the music industry that's period like i'm and i'm standing on it like especially what i've endured like child it is it's endless like i didn't had oh, where the fuck do i even start i didn't had djs like speed up my music while i'm performing try to fuck me up 
man, crazy. I've had um I've had producers try to fuck with me and I don't want to fuck with them, but we already got a song done and I don't want to fuck with them, so now they ain't trying to clear the song. I done fucking every time you do a feature with a male art well not every time but pretty much when uh a male artist want to do a feature they slide in the dm like hey i want a song I want, let's do a song whatever it's like you got to question it every time to know like do he really want to do a song or he on some bullshit like it's so it's so much stuff like and i wish i could tell it like in detail but you know i ain't trying to get nobody dragged or nothing but this shit get crazy this shit get crazy like and i'm nowhere near like my peak so i can only imagine what like Nicki minaj cardi b like what girls of that caliber what they deal with because i ain't even i feel like i got my pinky toe in the door i don't even feel like i got my whole foot in the door yet and i'll be having to go through crazy shit so i can only imagine what they be dealing with but yeah this shit get treacherous for real how how do you endure like how do you how do you maintain and keep going you know what the best part of it to me is being able to spoil my my friends and family like i love when it's my little like literally it's about to be my little sister's birthday and i went crazy for her like i'm so excited for her birthday uh christmas um mother's day things like that now like i can Let's go above and beyond for the people that I love. That's like the best part. That's what keeps me motivated. Like I feel like I wanna I wanna buy my mama a house. I wanna buy my mama everything in the world. She deserves it. So that's what keeps me motivated, honestly. Like it's not even like the money for me. It's really the money for them. Mm. Like I just I just find it fascinating because you've been in it for so long and you very, very prolific, you know, um from your first project. Like, have you been able to come to terms with things more? Like, can you can you just like, you know, in terms of like what you were saying with the challenges, is it just one of them? Like, you 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 can navigate it easier. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Like, you kind of just take it with a grain of salt. You know, like, hey, this this is what it is. If be that in this industry, then I'm gonna have to have a, a harder a harder route. I'm going to have a couple of obstacles that I'm going to have to overcome and it just is what it is. But at the end of the day, when I cross that finish line, it's going to feel way better because I know what I've endured to get to that point. So it's going to hit different. So all in all, I feel like in the end, it'll it'll be worth it. There's, there's another 15-year-old girl about to put out a mixtape somewhere in the world, could be the US, could be the UK. What advice would you give to that girl who was in a sim- similar position to you as you first came in the door? Like, what would you say now to that person, like, for some kind of advice? Hmm, okay, it's a couple things. First, I would say be patient. It's a lot of times where I was like, man, I should be where da da or how the fuck da get signed before me. It was so many times where I'm counting other people's blessings instead of enjoying my moment. So I would say for sure be patient. I would say have fun, enjoy the moment, live in the moment. This stuff, it go by so fast. Like, I feel like I did the rap game yesterday and I'm turning 23 this year. Like, enjoy it because it will fly right past you because you're in the studio constantly, video shoots, photo shoots, radio interviews, everything back to back to back to back to back. It's kind of like 
wake up work go to sleep wake up work go to sleep so enjoy it enjoy it because you'll look up and it'll be two three years later and you know of course you're happy you you accomplishing these goals and these moments but you look back and it kind of is just a blur so i would say be patient and have fun enjoy the moment when you when you start looking at this like a job and it start feeling like a job you need to go back to the drawing board because that's the that's one of the pros to being in the music industry it's a lot of cons but one of the pros is this should feel like fun like this is probably the most fun job there is so when it start feeling like too much too much pressure around you and stuff like that go back to the drawing board take a break because it should always be fun but be patient for sure one of my favorite joints that you've done is is pull up with 21 savage you killed the track like you i I couldn't i wouldn't like to say who who had who on the track or whatever it's like you were both just going in both equal right so with when it comes to working with other artists like you're an amazing lyricist but is there anybody that has put you under pressure when you've collaborated is there anybody where you're like nah i need to get the pen out again yeah um i think naturally i'm always just um i'm super competitive anyways that might be the capricorn in me because i'm so so competitive so off rip i'm always gonna try to burn everybody but kind of think who have made me like go back to the to the drawing board um um i know i've like rewritten oh matter of fact gucci on mua Gucci, when Gucci sent me that verse back, I said, "Oh hell no, nah, I'm about to read. I'm about to read the one." <laughs> <laughs> Gucci just got this swag about him, like he could tell, he could rap and say, "The watermelon in the sky," and he just gonna make it sound so player, like. <laughs> yeah, Gucci made me redo my verse for sure. How 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 important is Gucci made to hip hop? Man, Gucci, I don't give a fuck what nobody said. Gucci is a living legend. Gucci started a whole new era. He's responsible for a lot of swag these days, a lot of flows still present to this day. Um, and then just like longevity, like you got to think Gucci been that nigga for years, ain't fell off nothing. He been that nigga like, and still super relevant, super heavy presence that's, clearly visible in the um in, in females and males you gotta think I'm, years 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 later i'm redoing his um album covers i was uh recreating his album covers for social media so and people he's still highly anticipated feature everything like gucci is that nigga for sure when it comes to that like slow southern flow like it's so present in today's world is there anything that you learned from him, from from working with him? You know, because you did the video, you got a track together, you you've been talking. Is there anything that you've clocked and you're like, whether it's advice or the process, or is there anything that you took from working with Gucci Mane? Um. Okay. Process wise, he 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 definitely made me want to step my shit up because this man records so fast. He records. A whole verse in two minutes like the verse the ad lib in and out everything he done in two minutes like that shit how you like damn i need to step it up <laughs> so process wise i definitely say um he definitely will have you like okay hold on 
I thought I was the shit. I need to I need to go back to the drum board because he yeah he fast as fuck. <laughs> but oh, some people record fast. You could do a verse in two minutes, but it sounds like you did the verse in two minutes. Gucci gonna give you a quality verse in two minutes. Wow, wow, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Who did you reach out to him or did he reach out to you? Like, how did that come about? That connection. Actually, um, originally, he wasn't even on the song. It was just me and the producer in the studio. And the producer was like, um, um, you know, doing the, the sample and the beat or whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I love Gucci. Like, stop playing. So I'm just ranting about Gucci and how much I love him and how he's my favorite rapper. And then he was like, um, I know Gucci. Like, I couldn't make that happen. I'm like stop playing like don't even play with me like that so um he like no nah, i'm gonna call him and see what's up so he ended up calling him and gucci was just like nah fuck with her i want to do it like and then he was like is she signed like i want to i want to sign her like but uh the producer told him i had just signed to rca at the time or whatever so that that didn't work out but all in all, he was like, man, I fuck with Shotty. Like, I'm going to do the video. I'm going to do the verse, like, ASAP, whatever. So, Okay, so, you know, it started with your father going on video sets and you were witnessing artists doing their thing and everything else. So do you, do you still speak to your father now like at this point in the game now that you you know you're an accomplished artist you, you're a name like you're known worldwide it's like do you still talk to him and be like yo what do you think or you know has he got any kind um, of input on what you're doing i feel like musically we we definitely had to like go i'm trying to say this in the right way we had to like part ways musically you know it's always gonna be a little, eh, when your daddy is a part of your team and you rapping about popping pussy, you know. <laughs> it just comes to a point where it's like out of respect for you and for you out of respect for me. It's like we just gonna go our separate go our separate ways and it's. I still am super proud of you and I want to see you win and shoot for the stars, girl, but I don't want to see all that and I don't want to hear it either. So, <laughs> and I don't want you to see it and I don't want you to hear it. Okay. <laughs> wow. That, that, that must've been a, a crazy family timeout conversation. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't like just one conversation. It was just like, you know, over time and um, multiple conversations and multiple instances that kind of like was like, okay, okay, I see what this is going to have to turn into. Like, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, that's crazy. Well, you must be happy and proud at the same time, right? Like seeing what you're doing now. I was super proud of me. Like this was the, this was the goal for jump like my daddy supported me when when I couldn't even rap he's seen something in me and he's seen the potential I guess because child back then woo child, imagine an eight-year-old whatever the hell I was rapping about he's seen the potential nonetheless and so he's seen he already knew what it was gonna be so he's super proud watching from the sidelines like I knew it I knew it 
It's dope. That's dope. And so what what's next? What what can we look forward to? What should we watch out for? I'm so, so, so excited to drop my next project. I've been in album mode since the beginning of the year, like locked in, working with all type of people. The people I'm working with is crazy. I can't wait to like let everybody hear this and see who I'm working with and see who the producers are, the features. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's crazy. I don't even know what else to say. It's crazy and I'm just <laughs> super curious. Cause Queen of the South was like, yeah, I'm that bitch. And now this project is gonna be like the elevation. It's like, okay, I told you I was that bitch. Yeah, I know I could wrap my ass off. Now let me show you why. I just got my hand in all type of motherfucking genres and I'm just, I'm gonna show y'all why I'm multi-talented. Like the queen of the South has be a, a plethora of flows, um, all type of shit. Y'all just gonna have to hear, I can't even give too much, but it's on the way. I've been working on it since the beginning of the year. So it's, it's a lot of time and energy that went into this and a lot of like finding myself too. So you're going to hear it. 